Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey guys, it's Malls. Thanks so much for listening to Please Advise. Just a quick message before the show. Don't forget to subscribe in iTunes. It's super helpful for us and super helpful for you. You can also call 323-450-7408 to get your calls on the show. Again, 323-450-7408. Or email askpleaseadvise at gmail.com with your voice notes or emails. Thanks so much. You guys, it's Please Advise episode 167. I'm so excited about our guest. She's been mentioned several times on this show, but she's here now. Her name's Jenna, a.k.a. Holler at me on the internet. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Happy National Whore Day. Thank you. Uh, for those of you at home, that was uh, two Saturdays ago or something. Yes. And uh, what does today mean? I'm not really clear on it. It's about sex worker rights. Um the government just passed SESTA, which is going to take sex worker presence offline. And so that makes they it They really did pass da- it. Yeah, they passed it. So it makes it really dangerous now for sex workers to advertise or market anything or make money because a lot of financial institutions have a morality clause, they call it, and will yeah. shut down your payments. Um, I got my PayPal shut down because of a. I was just going to say, I feel like PayPal is like the, a target for that for sure. Oh, yeah. The best places to get money from strangers online, I think, are either getting Amazon gift cards emailed to you yeah. or using Gift Rocket, which just like puts money in your credit card and then it comes up as credit card payment. So it's like super oh, anonymous. Okay. Um, those are my two favorite. Yeah, I was trying to buy Kratom the other day and they were like, you could pay in Bitcoin or cash on delivery. And I was like, first of all, cash on delivery, like that's from the 70s. That's yeah, like when COD. you would order, like, can you imagine like ordering like a videotape or something off the TV and having the mailman be like, do you have $22? Like it just seems so weird <laughs> to you me. Have to be home. Yeah, you have to be home. There's a lot of assumption that goes on with COD. But then Bitcoin freaked me out. I was like, I don't. There's you don't a spend your Bitcoin. No, and also there's a Bitcoin Bit. ATM at the Glendale Galleria, which really? I did. Yeah, and I thought I didn't know that there was such a thing as like I've a seen Bitcoin. Them in Vegas. Yeah, it's surprising. There's one here, but I don't. I don't do. Do you do that stuff, Bitcoin or anything I like do. that? I got into Bitcoin kind of early, actually. You I, did. Oh, wow. I bought a Bitcoin for twelve hundred dollars, um, and now I think they're worth nine thousand dollars. Jesus and I Christ! I have some Litecoin and some Ethereum and some other smaller coins. Actually, should I be doing coins? I don't know what I'm doing. I would I, say like get one, yeah, and see how the market turns out. Yeah, um, but I wouldn't buy a coin at this rate just because I got yeah. the other ones. Because then you're really playing with fire. Whereas right. I made a profit, no matter if it's you know high or low, it's still more than I paid. Right. So I just have a different perspective on it. But also, I met a guy off my private Snapchat that is my crypto daddy. I call him, and he just like <laughs> makes all my decisions for me and like puts money in my wallet, like. Yeah, like that digital way. wallet. I mean, okay, so you know, let's let's get into also why I can ha- said happy National Horde to you and private Snapchats are coming up. So you, that's like your business, right? Is it's you- my side hustle? Okay, I actually do have a full time job. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, no, I don't make that. Well, I used to make hella money off my stuff, but I don't put as much effort in anymore. Right. And so I don't make as much money because it really is like sex work. Like you really have to like, especially if you're a video girl, like a yeah. Snapchat, you, um, you know, you have to put content out every day. You have to put teasers out. You Do you have know Lena the language. Plug? 
Um, I don't know her, but I know some of her friends. Yeah. And we had Lena on and like, I still follow her on Instagram and everything like that. And I'm just like, God, like she's got, yeah. I mean, that happened, unfortunately, like after she came on. And so I feel a little bit weird about that. She's always, cool, though, and but she's, she's got, great. Like, I like her a lot. She looks real. Like, yeah, like, she's, she's real. Like a, yeah. She's super real. She like came in here like in a fleece, like down as hell. Yeah. But like. I follow her Instagram and that girl like is changing outfits, she like doing racks. different scenes. I've heard like, that she's like really, really well. Yeah. I'm sure she does too, especially because of the whole tie in with her boyfriend being like a rap guy. But now when you say she's content, a YouTuber like, too, I think yeah. or the uninitiated, like what exactly? It's like a mean? teaser. So like I'll take a nude and send it to my guys and then I'll take that picture or video, censor it somehow with like a peach emoji on my ass and then be like, you want to see my private Snapchat, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Or like. You know, DM slide into my DMs if you've ever wanted to see me naked. Or like our favorite thing, my sister and our friends, we coined them um, invest in your boner. Yeah. We tell guys like invest in your boner because it's like 50 bucks to join my Snapchat. It's not cheap. Like, yeah. And then, you know, you stay for a while and then buy me gifts and you'll stay forever. But, you know, it's like some guys, 50 bucks is a lot. So I'm it's obsessed really with this one chick who has a private Snapchat. And well, like I follow I, Jenny Jizz. Okay. You know who I'm time. talking about, my girl. So yes. I'm obsessed I, with her showing her pussy in parking lot. Oh, obsessed with it. What it's the like fuck? the best thing. No, oh, like literally her. when she like. I love her. She will like do that at an Applebee's. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, no, Molly was, finally has someone to jam on I Jenny. Down no, like Jenny. On her snappy. Because if that's what that's, she shows in public, <laughs> what is she showing in private? Because I don't show anything in public. No. Like, I get off on being withholding. I kind of am a dom like in my mind, but like I'm not mean to people. I'm just like really withholding. And some guys love it. It's weird. Um, yeah. But she just fucking puts it all out there. No, Jenny's like, out. Well, you know, she does her like memorial or her Veterans Day blow bang. Like she blows a bunch of veterans for Veterans Day. So I have a friend. Well, I have a guy on my Snapchat who's been with me for like three years. Like, some yeah. of these dudes are like, I like talk to them now. Like they're people. They're like friends He lives to in you? Tampa. Um, no, we're not friends. I mean, also I'm wearing the necklace he gave me actually. It's nice. Words. But <laughs> he lives in Tampa. Yeah. And he's kind of a troll. I like yeah, him, but like sure. So, but I was like, dude, go get a blowjob from Jenny Jizz. She yeah. lives in Tampa and she like does them and she puts out her address and you can go get your yeah. fucked by this chick. I don't know if he ever did, but I've been like really trying to get that. To I would want, I would want some boots on the ground research. Like I've thought about like, Has what she... if I showed up to a blow bang and just to like be as me, like with just a, to be like, no, I'm just here to watch. But like, like that's so dangerous. So like that's such a, I do worry because they don't have security with her and it'll be like her and cub artists, but like they'll have like 30 guys in there and like cub artists can't take 30 guys jenny can't she can <laughs> but come artists can't Does so she, like she doesn't turn anyone away no like i, I mean know. like i've seen her blow some no people idea. that some i'm just like on her snappy yeah like That's i'm like babe saying. it's like don't you kind of have to but maybe i don't it'll be like some truck stop shit like i really will be like where did these like six guys come from like it, but anyway with Jenny, I wanted to get like seven or eight of us in on her Snapchat. Yeah, it's seventy nine dollars a year. But like, wait, really? Yeah, it's like seventy nine bucks a year. It's like it's like pretty. I think that's, that's cheap. I think it's kind of expensive. But again, like you I charge yeah. fifty bucks a pop though, and right? Lasts for about two months, and then I'm like, buy me a present. So it's like that's actually a pretty good deal. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But I mean, also it's Jenny. Like you've got a. It's a different scale. Um, but she's an icon. I f- she is an icon. But I feel like. <laughs> bad i don't know like how like what if like three guys did that to you and three guys are going in and all using your snapchat as a group under one i mean name? i wouldn't know so right oh well i mean i wouldn't know oh you would know no i wouldn't know yeah how would i know so it doesn't affect me there is it, no feeling about it because you don't know about it right i don't know but you're not like i'm being ripped off 
if I knew about it. Yeah. But like, why would he tell me that? Because they're fucking idiots. Maybe. Oh, right. Yeah. We probably I've, shouldn't I've heard, tell Jenny. You should heard, probably stop being so vocal about heard, how like, our plan to do I this. I watched your Snapchat with my girlfriends. Right. Uh, or like, I did a poll on Twitter about like how men have nudes. Do they file them on an external hard drive? Do they f- put them in folders? Like, how? Do, what do they do with the nudes that they get? And um, people are definitely like, yeah. Sometimes I show them like to my friends. So I think that like. If you're out with your boys on a Friday night and I send a series of snaps and you're at the bar, you're probably like, oh, girl, I follow this girl on Snapchat. Check it out. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's fine. And you know what? Those guys then will follow me and maybe give me more money. That'd be great. So, I don't know. That'd be great. I wouldn't know about it. You'd have to be an idiot. It would be like like DM people directly yeah. and be like, hey, I'm sharing this with your thing because I don't watch other people's Snapchat. So I'm not going to ask you your regular full-time job, but to say like, can you tell us like what world it's in? Like, is it in tech or like? I'm like a high-level assistant okay. in a technology game. That's dope. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, I love that. That's like yeah. a great character for you too. Does Thank your you. boss know what you do outside no. of work? Well, no. The guy I babysit for who's been my boss otherwise does know what I do and he doesn't care. And you babysit for his kids. Yeah. That's awesome. Baby. She's 12 now. They're like, she's like my little sister. I love that. Every Friday night. Well, it's been like every other Friday night. And now that I have a dog, she comes and sleeps at my house and we play with the dog and watch movies. That's so cute. What's your dog's name? Suki. Suki. Oh my God. I'm so happy for you. She's like a little Lasawapso mutt something. We just did a DNA test. So I'll, I'll return back and tell you. She's cute. She's a Mexican street dog. We're calling her a Tijuana prostitute because it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's really cute yeah, oh my god funny. um wait so um oh, i was gonna ask you a different question i just got so totally sidetracked mentally sorry one second Relatable. i like lost it hold on uh i don't know i don't know well one thing i want to ask is you travel a lot right i do i try to take a trip every month so i've seen you in chicago this year mm-hmm. we've met in las vegas we've never met on either of our home turfs until now you live True. up do you live in oakland or san I francisco do. I live in Oakland. okay like where are some places you've been this year because i'm so fascinated by your ability to now now that i know work full-time do your snapchat yeah. and travel as much as you do Thank you. Um, I just went to your favorite city, Austin, two weeks ago. Best. It was the best. We went to a wedding that my boyfriend was in. Uh, we had the best time. We like went to strip clubs two nights in a row. We yep. did a hella classy wedding. Um, Is it muggy already? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was 100 degrees. Was yeah. Fun. I um, thought about driving down fun, there. though. I love Austin, too. I've been going there since I was a teenager. It's one of my favorite cities. It's the best. I really like just- Where we go? Next weekend, we're going to Big Sur. We're going camping. Um, oh, and then in two weekends, I'm seeing Steve Martin and Martin Short do a show together. Oh, my God. Where is that? In Sacramento. Randomly. You know what? I think Trisha Paytas and her boyfriend are going to that. Wait, really? Yeah. She's they just amazing. did something on Netflix. Oh. Trisha Paytas? Oh, he did? Okay, cool. Um, I'll deal with that in a second. Is that okay? Uh, no, 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 no. It's fine. That's very... That's like... It's, it's, it's every day, bro. Uh, it's every day, bro. Um no, he won't. Wags well, here. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No, he's eating it. Okay. Good All right. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. <laughs> so where else have you traveled this year? This year? Um, I mean, it's only June. In November, I went to Cabo. Um, what else did I do? I went to Vegas for New Year's. How do you make that happen without, like... How do you make that work with like your work days off or whatever? Because it seems like like if you go to Big Surf for a weekend or or Big Bear or whatever, you're just getting like 
the two nights there? Are you doing Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday? Yeah. Well, this time we're doing Saturday and Sunday, and then we're going to leave Sunday night, though. But we're also going to call and see if there's a cancellation so that we can maybe get in Friday. Okay. Yeah. I mean, kind of a weekend warrior, but also I hate my job. So I just don't go to work and I don't give a shit. And I kind of like bullied my <laughs> – what you do is when you get the job, you say, oh, I have some trips coming up, even if you don't. Yeah. And then they have to put them on the books. And then okay. if you want to take other trips, you just guilt them into saying that your boyfriend's the best man in a wedding and you have to go. Okay. Okay. I got you. <laughs> I get you. No, that's that's pretty – Also, sometimes I have like a doctor's appointment. Quote unquote, and then right. I'm like late because I come in on a Monday morning flight and sp- since Monday night there, and then um, that's smart. I just lie. Yeah, you just lie. Honestly. That's good. That's good. I think that's good for most of the people out there. I think we have a lot of people out there your who work doesn't are, care about they, you. <laughs> no, they you're don't. You're a number to them, and your job doesn't care about you. For me, I mean, <laughs> I work for a corporation. Yeah. Well. They don't care about me, and I hate them, and I'm trying to get a new job. So if you hire me, I won't do that. Don't what what this. would be like your dream job <laughs> or your dream gig? Um, Like, with skills I have or just like in my like fantasies Uh, like in reality no Leah like ultimately what is your like what would you love to be doing um not working and just like sleeping in doing maybe some Pilates just like living with Paltrow's (laughs) life but like having the bankroll for that would be great yeah, um, I agree with that. That yeah. does sound really good. Sounds nice, right? Yeah. Just like drinking some kale and like some arugula, green juice, and yeah, drink some Pilates. Be really healthy. Like, yeah, like if you have someone who bankrolls your life, you have no fucking reason not to be so healthy. Ever since I read Great Expectations, I've been like, damn, I need a Miss Havisham in my life. This is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that is um, smart to get close to an I'm old. Thinking person. about becoming a visual designer though, <laughs> taking some classes to do that. <laughs> just get close to an old person. Yeah, just Anna Nicole it. Just get close to an old person, you guys. It's my advice for this episode. Uh, no, but like for real, like people if, do that. They if leave you, all their money to like the housekeeper that's been there, or like the nanny, or the you know caretaker. Yeah, especially if they don't like their family. Yeah, you gotta find someone. I'm afraid like my mom family. would do that. My mom no. would like get it. Oh no, she would absolutely get a caretaker and be like, "Well, you were there for me more than Molly was." Like, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Am I your benefactor? Yeah, yeah, you are probably. Like, yeah. <laughs> you and ed you definitely get wags oh man i know hi <laughs> Great. um oh your retreat though but um yeah i was gonna say uh i i totally agree with you that that would be the best job i always like to think like no molly like you like working too much to just do that and i do like i would probably always have some sort of side hustle but truthfully now that you say that unless like your benefactor is a feeder or something like you have no reason not to be like super fit like you need to be doing pilates and drinking green juice if you don't have a job and you just live off of someone's money do you remember that lady called a while ago saying her husband had too much money like or something she was too bored because like all she does is spend her husband's money she needs a creative outlet i was like now that I'm thinking about it, she should be like running a fitness studio. You're supposed to join a, the board of something. Do yes. volunteer work. Like like women who don't work do work. They do yeah. other stuff. And they, they do volunteer. volunteer. Time and like so I'd probably volunteer with some sort of kids program as a nanny for super long. So do that. Or now that I have a dog, maybe like do a dog thing. Um yeah, but I don't know. I'm thinking about be going to school to for visual design. You can make a lot more money in like UI UX design. You'd be good um, at that. I think I would be good at that because I like composition a lot and I like art a lot. Um, I just started making neon signs. <gasps> That's so right. I'm trying to design those. So that would be a cool job. Like if I could get good enough that I could just bend tubes all yeah, day. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I was trying to get at is like what creative output, if that's something that you want 
I've never made money world. being creative, so Nobody, I don't know I don't think that a lot of people world, do. but um, I want to make money. Like I live in the Bay Area and I need that tech oh, yeah. money. So it's like everyone's making $200,000 a year and I'm making a really good wage, but I'm still like, mm, I'm not making enough money. Uh, I want to like make more. So yeah, um, all my job hunts now, I'm trying to make like fifteen dollars to $20,000 more than I'm making right now. How do you work with Neon? It's pretty cool. It's kind of dangerous, which I like. I was about gonna it. say that it's seems like, like you dangerous. You take these like already formed glass tubes that are uh-huh. different millimeters, anywhere from like five millimeter to twelve millimeters um, diameter, and then you put them in these big ass flames. Um, you only wear safety goggles. You don't even wear like gloves or like, black, like fire retardant stuff or anything. Um, and you kind of like. Flip it over, flip it over, flip it over, flip it over. And then once it's hot enough, it gets all orange and kind of gooey. And then you put it up to eye level and you bend it in either like an L or a U. There's like like standard bends. And then let it cool for a little bit and then bend it some more. And then you take those pieces and you weld them together because neon is often not just one piece of glass. And then you put electrodes on the ends of those. You... You have to bombard it. The bombarding process is still kind of new to me. because What does that do mean? It. It, you have to basically, like when you're doing glass, you blow into it. So there's like spit and dirt and whatever. It's like dirty in there. And yeah. So you want the chemicals in there to react purely. Okay. So you suck all the gross stuff. You clean the tube basically. And then you um, burn out and then you heat it up and then cool it down. And then you burn out the electrodes in such a way to burn off some like casing on them. I okay. Guess. And then... Then you pump the gas in. Okay. Um, and then you hook them up to like a That's a lot of work. It, it is. is. And it's a weird machine that like is expensive. So you need kind of like somewhere to do it. You know, like yeah. stuff. So the, the gas determines the color of the neon. Yes. And um, red is neon, pure neon. Um, argon is purple. And then if you do – and that's just in clear glass. And then if you add mercury to that, any of those, it'll turn bright blue, kind of like that blue but like bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, that's just clear glass though because then you can also use phosphor-coated glass. Okay. So it might look white on the outside when it's turned off. Right, right, right. If you put mercury or um, xenon in it, it will turn whatever color the phosphor coating is. So like I'm going to make my boyfriend an Aries sign, like a V with the horns. Yeah. And it's going to be white turned off and then purple inside because it's going to be a purple glass. I'm going to put um, I'm gonna put xenon in it actually because it's not as bright. Mercury make things really bright. Like all the commercial signs you see yeah. actually have mercury in them because it's like very reactive. It's yeah. the only toxic part about neon. Yeah, that's like the classic neon side that you see. Yeah, so I'm going to do a more subdued one. It's still bright and it reacts to the phosphor, but it's um, not like commercial bright because he. That's genius. I was thinking I wanted like the other day. I was like, what if you got Slender Mommy and neon and put it above your bed? That sounds really hard though. It's so big. A holler. Can I have a tattoo that says holler? Where is it? It's like right here. I'll show it to you. I love that. Yeah. Um. Or I want to make one that says dump him. That's ah. like, those are my two. You'll sell, you'll sell a ton of those. I hope so. It'd be cool to sell Neon. I made an Etsy page. I haven't done anything with it yet. But That's great. Yeah. Yeah, you me. will. What's but, your Etsy? Yeah. Let's plug uh, your it's Etsy. It's called Holler at Neon. And I have an IG that I do an Instagram that I started. That's pretty fun. It's like pictures I take and then pictures of other people's Neon. We'll link cool. both of those in the episode description. So cool. if you 
optimism and on our website you a neon it's yeah. easier to make one that says wags to be honest no i know that's why i was like long. when i was like thinking about it the other day i was like you would have to find someone that could like i mean that's like slender robbie's really fucking long it is it's long it's long but i could work up to that that's goals someday yeah that's that's your five-year plan for neon um well do you want to take our calls i think we have some good ones today cool let's do it Hey, Moles, Christina, guest, and Wags. Uh, I have a question about sundresses. I love them. I have big boobs, so I always have to wear a bra, and the bra shows, and then I have to put a jacket on because I feel weird about it. But whenever I wear a sundress, it's super hot, so I don't want to wear a jacket. Should I embrace it and wear, like, a colorful bra or try to match the dress? Is it weird when you see someone with a bra strap? I don't know. I don't really care, but I'd like another opinion. All right. Thanks. It sounds like you do care. Like, she's like, I don't care. And it's like, you do care, girl. This is important to you. And I think this is a really good question. Jenna, do you want to start? I have two thoughts on this. If you want to stay conservative because you do care, I have a friend that wears a tank top under any low-cut shirt so that her cleavage doesn't show. That's, she wears yeah. just like a little tank top under it, and it's kind of cluelessy where she wears like the shirt with the little baby tee over it. I do that sometimes too just it's for like cute. the look. Yeah. Also, there's different kinds of bras. So are you wearing like a demi t-shirt bra that's like not supposed to be seen or are you wearing like a sexy lacy bra that like if it peeks out it'll be hot so yeah i think the answer is to go with more a more of like a colorful bra like if you're a bigger chested person you probably are not wearing like or lace or micro mesh or like something that's not that like yeah t-shirt bra molded cup i think she's just worried about the strap showing yeah then it's like then stay away from like a nude if you're like worried about like a, a bra strap showing, and they're like, yeah, stay away from like the nude stuff, like anything that looks like your grandmother's underwear or like that you'd wear it under like a white T-shirt I or love something. I a black bra under a white shirt. So, Me too. Like red. So it's kind of fun if you just embrace it. I like that too. And I think if like the straps on the back are your concern, they're like, just get something fun. There's so many options out there for like different bras like and now is like we are in a great bra economy right now there's so many different <laughs> styles and every place has like some sort of option like if you fall within the uh like most places cut out after like 40 double d so if sure, you fall within true. there which and there's a lot of online retailers that yeah. like so you know are good with that. that you have what really small boobs so i don't know so about, tiny like, mine are so small <laughs> Well, as the woman in the room that has the largest yeah. size, yeah, uh, I can sympathize greatly because, like, I know you grew up with the idea that, like, showing any bra strap is kind of tacky totally. or, like, low class. But at this point, I don't think it has the same stigma it used to. And it's no. like, totally so, utilitarian. Even if like, it does, it's fun to be provocative. Just yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, you know, sometimes you need the thicker straps to hold the girls up. I totally get it. The 90s like, are like back. A, like think of Selena and her bustier. <laughs> like a strapless situation is not. No, I not, can't, I can't even consider do strapless. like a bustier. Like, could yeah. you get a strapless bra? Are those comfortable? I don't know. They don't. They don't stay where they are. They, they don't. don't. They don't hold. They don't hold. You need the lift. Up. You need the lift a okay. little bit too, because like they can, you know, they're bigger, so they gravity. They're more susceptible to gravity. Yeah. No, I feel you. I. <laughs> but feel yeah, you. I don't think. Send I us a pic. I'll style you. Issue. Yeah, send us a pic of your boobs. No, send Not us like <laughs> of your boobs. You're just like you in a sundress and what we're like working with a visual, and then like yeah, you know, can message Jenna on the, like Amazon for some cute things. Embrace it. Just 
get a nice get yourself a nice bra that you could wear with your your sundresses. Yeah, bralettes. I don't know how they work on big boobs, but like those lacy, like one. like they're almost like a sports bra, but they're sexy and those yeah. kind of kind of look sexy. I think I'm overly a... concerned about nipples showing. Oh no, nipples! Oh. Are hot. I say I'm bringing nipples back into the workplace. That's like I don't. <laughs> I start wearing a bra the first month, the interviews, and the and I think then... it also depends on the size of your nipples. That's true. But no, that's true. I guess because <laughs> there's nipple shaming that happens all the time. I decided at this Is most there? recent job I'm at that I'm not going to wear a bra to work because I'm going to start not wearing a bra to work because like you can't go back from that. Yeah. Then it's noticeable. But if you never do it, then that's just who you are. There was this girl at my last job who just never wore a bra and I was like, damn girl, that's dope. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Why am I suffering over here fucking wearing this wire bullshit when like you can just like do your job? I see. I find it. I like my bra. I find oh, myself I uncomfortable bra. braless. Like I'm like, I really? can't. But yeah. I, I'm telling you I have really small boobs. Like it's not, it's never been yeah. like a thing. I like, like I don't need the support. support so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should try it. Maybe I should try it more. Maybe I should go out bra today. I mean, I think today. you can get away with it. I'm like staring I'm at Molly's bra. Right. Right. I'm wearing a bra right, right now. Bra all the time. Yeah. 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 accessory. That's think, good. I That's good. I think you can get away with it, Molly. Thanks, Christina. Thanks. Um, <sighs> go to the gallery like that and walk around see how you feel. I should. I should do a lap at the gallery with no bra on and see how I feel. It's fucking cold in there, too. <laughs> it's true. It's They're freezing in the Galleria. Um, that's where the Catch Me Outside girl goes a lot. Do you know she comes to the Galleria? I she live here? No, but when she comes here, I don't know. She was at when she got to that fight with Whoa Vicky. It was at the Americana too. I was in Japan, and I'm like, why did I miss this? Like, why? So how funny. did I miss Bad Baby and Whoa Vicky fighting at my mall? Um, by the way, the wet seal. What do you guys think about um, Lil Tay? Are you following? Are you up on this Lil Tay gossip? She's the little Asian girl from San Francisco who they found out her brother has been coaching her. She like calls herself the youngest flexor of the century or something. She's like an Instagram kid. Yeah, but it's like she's provocative and she's definitely said like that. Yeah, yeah, and it turns out like she's just this normal girl named like Taylor, whose mom is like a a real estate agent who like was so she was doing these open houses and the daughter was using the open houses. The mom had no idea. The brother is the one who's been coaching her this Using whole time. Um, she's for the videos, for the videos oh, to be okay. like, I'm a millionaire. And she's like, I've got oh, nine I houses. See. Yeah. Her it's whole like bit is like, poser. she's like, when I grew up, she's not, but she's also nine years old. She's like, when I grew up, I had no money. She's like, so then I started to move bricks and like people actually That's were funny. like, something's going on there. But like, she also was like really ignorant about it. So it's like very, it's uncomfortable to watch. Who's making the money? Her brother? There really was no money, and then I think now they are, and it's going to, like, you That's know. like a slice of pop culture I don't know about. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I'm all on my YouTubes these days. That's the truth, is that I'm way too into YouTube oh, right now. Right. I watched, like, a 25-minute video of something before, like, everyone came here today. Christina was like, how long is that video <laughs> going? I'm like, girl. Not long enough. Not long That's enough so for funny. me. I'd watch 20 more minutes. Um, but yeah, no, this is an exciting journey for you. Let us know where you land with the bra stuff, but make sure also, like Christina said, if like you don't find stuff at a normal range that's cute in the store, there's tons of stuff online. Yeah, like, I know how hard it can be to find stuff in stores, especially now since I just went up a cup size. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. I'd be stoked. Yeah. It's fine. I don't have back Take problems some. or anything. It's actually really great. 
My other suggestion is I'm thinking about what I wear with sundresses when I want to be a little more conservative is I'm really into wrap sweaters. I know American Apparel is no longer R.I.P., but like they make she amazing wrap sweaters. She said that she sweaters. wears sweaters normally, but it's getting really hot. But they have like the, you know, they have like short sleeves ones or they have ones that are like kind of like they look like maybe a vest. They're like thicker. They're not spaghetti strap, but they're like a thicker thing. And then they wrap around and like, I don't know, you could like get creative with your cover ups. It doesn't have to be a jacket. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, that's smart. Well, do we have any other calls, Christina? Let's take some more ones. We have a ton. Okay, good. Hey, Malls, Christina, and guests. I actually ended up calling a different number and told everything, and I feel so embarrassed. And hi to Wag. <clears throat> um, so basically, I, I'm 24. My name is Alyssa. I am living in Brooklyn. I go to work in Manhattan. I'm a graphic designer. And I'm from New Jersey. So today it's been like a long week, you know, those weeks. And I'm like, I'm just going to walk around, take a walk, get some air, maybe get some bubble tea, like chill out, right? So I go to Lower Manhattan. It's like pretty chill there, Washington Square Park, you know. So I'm walking around the area and I notice that this guy is walking parallel to me. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, like, walk a little faster and um, so it's not weird. And he's walking faster, but he just kept walking the same pace, just, like, as I'm going faster. I'm like, okay, okay, like, please, <laughs> this is odd. So we're, like, walking across the street. And as soon as we get to the end, he's like, oh, is this uptown? And I'm like, yeah, that is uptown. And he's like, by the way, you have the most beautiful neck and I was like oh god (laughs) just like what okay so the way I dressed I was in a blue long sleeve button down and skinny jeans and sneakers and I'm wearing sunglasses I have ear pods in and I'm just like you know minding my own business and he's just like, you know, I just love women's necks. It's like the only thing I've exposed on me right now. <laughs> my hands and like some of my face and my neck. So he was like, I love women's necks. I love the Adam's apple. I just love it. And he was like, I don't mean to sound creepy, but I just, there's no way else to say it that I love your, like, it's so beautiful. I was like, okay, thanks. And he proceeded to ask me questions about how old I was and where I was from and what I did and blah, 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 blah. And um, he asked me out, asked for my number. I was like, okay, like just concerned what was going to happen next. And he was like, oh, I'll call you. So you have my number. And he called me and like watched the phone like ring. And I was like, yeah, I have it. Like, um, and he was like, so if I text you, you'll answer. And I was like, yeah, like, he was like, I just want to buy you a drink. And I was like, not now. And it was like this weird thing. And I'm just wondering if anyone said that to you while you're on the street, what would you say if they said, I love women's necks? <laughs> um, most of my friends said this was creepy and none of them said they would be flattered by it. Um, so I just want to get your thoughts. 
Yeah, like we were just saying this before we started. This definitely that's like something like a serial killer zeroes in on. Like he loved necks and like you know, like he slits your neck or something, or like he just like you. really into feet and then he or cuts he your toes to off or something. Neck. That's disgusting. Yeah, or he wants to come <laughs> on your neck. There's that too. I never would have thought of that. Oh, that's a fetish for sure. Yeah. Like people are really into like feet. They're into one thing and then they want to like see that and they're like, oh my dick would look so good up on your neck. It's fucking gross. <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah. I understand, like, the boobs of it all, but, like, the neck seems so... People... Necks are elegant. Yeah. I get that. It depends. Some yeah. of those necks are hot, but you Her don't faces. tell them. Yeah. First of all, who gives a shit about what you think about my neck? Get the fuck out of here. No, at first I did... I thought... My mind went on many journeys about what exactly this call was going to be about. And my first was going to be, like, right away. It's just, like, unless a guy is totally socially awkward, I have noticed that guys have become very aware about walking on a street with a woman, especially like at night or in an isolated situation. Like when I was in Portland, I was walking down the street and this guy like crossed the street to walk on the other side of the street. And in my mind, I thought like, what if he thought like, Oh, does he think I'm like crazy? Like he thinks I'm like a crazy person or something that oh, I'm I've thinking had men, like walk behind me and like have noticed like my posture change. And they're like, Oh no, don't worry. I'm not. Yeah. Like, yeah, one of my friends did a stand-up bit about that in, in college where he, like, accident, like he yelled after a girl, like, I'm not going to rape you. And, like, <laughs> just kind of, like, the realization of, like, there's no way if you're a guy to not be creepy without also being creepy. My friend just – my guy friend just asked me, how can I compliment a girl who I don't know on the street without being creepy? And I was like, well, what did you like about her? And he was like, I don't know. Just, like, the way she was, like, wearing her, like, hair with her shirt, with her whatever. But, like, you can't say I like your top to a girl because then you're staring at her tits. Or, like, I like you your know? style. So that's you what know? I said. I said I like yeah. your style or, like, say that they look chic or stylish. And also, like, what was the ultimate goal of the exchange? Just to compliment the woman or to, like – like I initiate was like a genuine. number situation. Um, I mean, that's always the the, the hopeful goal. Yeah. But right. He's, he's like not a creeper. So I don't know. Yeah. It is nice though. I have noticed that a lot of guys though, they're getting better about realizing that they are a physical threat and that like guys can just be scary, you know? Like so when a guy is like clueless about that, first of all, I always wonder like maybe like what is it about him that's tuned out? Like what about him doesn't know that you know, that can't read the social it's cue. It's self-importance. Right. It's or, my opinion. You've been waiting all day to hear my opinion oh, about yeah. your neck. Like, oh, I mean, like, okay, yeah, sure, sure, that's sure. That's what I think I'm most of it is. Well, like, by the time we get to that. how beautiful you are. Don't you want to hear that? Well, that's yeah. also, like, intimidation. Like, it's a, it's a, it's intentional intimidation. Like, waiting and putting the phone number in and stuff like that. That is, like, someone who's getting off on intimidating that's her, That's when I think. you hit him with the I have a boyfriend, a fake boyfriend. Yeah. Like, like men oh, I love that, my fake men like that only respect another man. They don't respect you because yep. you're not a person. You're an object for them to use as a sex object or right. a status symbol or whatever. So whenever have I have like an boyfriend. Uber driver ask me like, who do you live with up here? Who like, asks you that? Tons of Uber drivers. And I'm always like my fiance and I bought this house. can't be like a single woman that owns a house. I don't know Fuck what it that. is. I don't know if it's that or if like they're, I, if they're trying mm-hmm. to investigate or something. But I'm always just like, oh, like my fiance and I bought this house. You know what I we live with his brother. Like I'm always like tons of guys in this house. <laughs> Don't even worry about all the guys we got here. But like it's just it is, you know, people you could throw out the fake boyfriend any day. I wear a a diamond ring on my left hand or my right hand that I put on my left hand all the time so if I start to see myself in a weird situation. I'm just like I'm Smart. you know, just because like and it's not I don't wear this on my hand for that reason but i noticed like it's it's just very easy to just get out of anything by being like i've taken very taken quick aside did you see that self-defense video i sent you on twitter no i didn't watch it yet (laughs) 
What was it? It's just basically like how to defend yourself. Grab, twist, and pull. Like beyond that and just like being able to de- – like if someone's trying to grab you, it's like how to deflect that and also like get a punch in or something like that so you can like get away. Yeah. Um, Has this man texted her? I would want to know that. Here's my thing. I think a lot Oh, of- and she shouldn't worry about what she's wearing. Can oh, we yeah. She was like, I don't know what I was wearing. I was just wearing it. And like, it doesn't matter. Like, right. It doesn't matter what you were wearing. It doesn't There's matter. nothing that you did that brought you that brought this creepy behavior on. Men you. are thinking about fucking you, whether you're wearing a bathrobe or lingerie or a business suit or a suit. Yeah. They want to see what's underneath. Like, oh, it's almost sometimes <laughs> when you wear more, they want to like, it gets them more hard because they exactly. want to see like, what's underneath. Exactly. So, they're just gross man so i think a lot of people would look at this exchange and wonder like why didn't you just walk away why did you give him your number like i think people would wonder a lot about that and i don't think men in general realize how much fear and past experiences women have had and i talk about this exchange that i saw on twitter where someone was like a woman's deepest fear is like never getting married and someone else responded like no actually a woman's deepest fear is getting murdered by a man because that's she like told a famous no. quote yeah. yeah um and then it was really interesting to read the replies under this exchange and how many women were just like i told a man no and then he slammed me against the wall and like and came to my school and shot me, me. Like, yeah and so like sometimes you placate these people because it's safer than saying no yeah yeah, I mean, that's, yes, I also read on Twitter the other day, someone saying the other day, like, which are all these are all thoughts that are in the universe, but someone was saying something about how, like, anytime after, like, a simple, like, no, anytime a girl, like, kind of gives in to you, it's because she's, like, submitting to not, like, out of fear of violence. And, and that like, goes that's back so to, like, the whole staple of how we explore dating and romantic relationships as coercion and not necessarily as something that – that goes back to, like, looking for the enthusiastic yes versus, like, trying to coerce someone into dating you. Yeah. And I don't know. It's a larger philosophy I have about dating. Yeah. I, I did – I do remember, like, saying to a guy once, like, you know, like, trying to say, like, hey, like, I don't – think i'm gonna like this isn't gonna go on any more dates like i'm not really interested in this going any further like you're a great guy but like not for me and he was like well wait but like you know and i remember everybody saying like this isn't a negotiation she like there's you no. i said no like and by the way like you you shouldn't want to be with someone you have to like convince to do that's which what is I'm a saying, different like, subject that our caller is asking for yeah. but like i feel like this is probably all stuff she needs to hear in general because you know at 24 years too. old you're a little bit confused in the world for sure but like i also feel bad that your takeaway from this was to ask all of your friends and they think it's creepy we think it's creepy. It is creepy. You know, and you're you still, you have you confusion could. on that. And yeah. like, you, you know, if there is any confusion, further confusion. Maybe you should um, learn, memorize your Google number. Get a fake number. Yeah, there's Giving that people too. people your real number sucks because they can Google it. Like, you don't know what, people are fucking weird. So maybe, like, there used to be the reject line where you could like memorize the reject line. They'd call it and then yeah. be like, you have been rejected. rejected. Sorry. Yeah. But like. For texting now, I don't think they have that. And like a Google number, the good thing about that is so like it can't. So if he does do that thing where he waits to see if your phone rings when he calls it you, uh, it will. Yeah. And you could just easily detach that. And like all of those contacts that were like kind of non people to you are just gone. They're not on and your you phone anymore. It. And um, I'm sorry that happened to you. I know. I'm sorry that happened to you, too. And I'm sorry that like. I don't. I don't know how to say this. I'm sorry that you didn't know it was wrong. Like I, I know. Like mm-hmm. don't. Or that you might have felt helpless. Yeah. Oh, duh. Of course. I mean, you she know? sounds. She still sounds weirded out about it. I. I mean, I would be I would interested be. to know if he calls you, if he followed up with you in any way. And I hope that you know you don't have to respond to him at all. 
you know, at all. And I, you know, I've always been an advocate for women taking self-defense courses. So like, you know, just to give yourself the option of having it out, if it does get a little bit too scary and someone tries to put hands on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like mace can be used against you. Yeah. yeah. Um, One thing maybe you also want to say, if you don't want to say you have a boyfriend, but you want to get out of there is if someone asks you something, say, Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know when I'm really late. I've got, I'm on my way somewhere. I got to go. I'm going to go I'm I'm, I'm really going to go to see Mean Girls on Broadway. I can't really talk right now. <laughs> Just I'm really late. I have to go. That's it. Who can argue with that? Yeah. Not much. Leaving room for argument is the problem with men. You have to shut them down right away. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Cuz they'll try to negotiate and salesman you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Smart. I wish they would just take the no. I have a theory that 80% of men are trash. It's the 80-20 theory. 20% are good yeah, with trash fair. tendencies, but 80% are like bad. The other yeah, thing I've been I thinking about a lot, mm-hmm. and I just because I've heard this because I have babies in my world. Yeah. Like, I know Auntie. a lot of people who have like have been having babies lately and also like I just welcomed a, a new aunt. A new, That's what uh, I'm doing tonight niece. after this is going to see my cousin's new week old baby. Yeah, oh, but the thing so that excited. kills me is that people always say that like boys are easier to raise. No, they're not. They say that. Way more energetic. Right. But they say that. And I think like, oh, boys are easier because they're thinking about protect protecting the girls from like right. sex predators. But like boys get this theory that boys the are like boys. easier to raise is that yeah. we haven't been doing the work to raise them properly. Yeah. Yeah. And so like if we put uh, as much investment as we do in raising girls the same way we were. They say like boys, raise your sons like daughters. There's yeah. this girl that I follow, this dom, this financial dominatrix who I'm like obsessed with, who lives on the East Coast that oh, that's had – she's super cool. Her name is Bardo Smith. Mm-hmm. Check her out on Twitter. She's changed my way I want to be a thinking. financial dominatrix. Dude, that's a thing I've been trying to get into, but like <laughs> I'm just not high class enough to be honest. Right. Like, do it and it's amazing. You um, have to really like – She has a son and she – I'm like so curious to see because she like doesn't like men that much in general. Like having a boy, I would hate that to be honest. I like don't want a boy. Yeah. I don't want kids in general, but if I did, I don't think I'd want a boy. Yeah. Um, so it would be interesting to see like how she raises her kid and like how he turns out. I hope we still have Instagram and fifteen years so I can watch her. Lurk on your child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like I know it is hard. It's a different responsibility of raising a boy. And like I definitely like seem to take it like it seems weightier to me when a friend of mine gives birth to a boy. So I'm like, don't fuck this up. Like you have a lot to not fuck you have to teach him a lot. With a girl, of course, obviously, but I just feel like in general, the rules of decency are like a like every parent's number one goal but with guys it's also like you have a responsibility as like a physically stronger individual as well on top of everything else you have a responsibility to be gentle and kind and listen and also for the sex that gets the most without earning it necessarily it's good to teach humility and generosity and and community and empathy and yeah yeah like then you wind up my boyfriend so much she's so empathetic then you end up with guys who just like only start to see the humanity of women when they have a daughter. Right. Oh, well, the Kanye's that shit. record was big. Imagine if you had a daughter is like my least favorite or like what about your sister? And it's like, you know that women are people, right? And we're all just people. Like you don't have to have a personal connection with a woman to respect them. You can just yeah. respect women as a general population. And so, then they'd be like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Like for men, it's different. And it's like it, should, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be. be. It's so gross. It shouldn't be. Well, well wait. So this is actually – I wanted to talk about 
Sorry, guys. I wanted to talk about Kanye's new record. I haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard it yet either. But like, that's one of his main songs that people are reacting to is like, I hope that he was saying, I hope your body is more like mine than your mother's um, to Chicago and North. And basically, he knows how men think and like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. He knows what he's like. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So I kind of thought that was like. It was like kind of, I mean, it's alarming. It's also like kind of a tired sentiment. And I was surprised that that's really like what he had to say about being a father to a daughter is like, this is just occurring to him now. And I'm like, this is. But also, even if he has a body, if Nori grows up to have Kanye's body, she's still going to get objectified and threatened just because she's a woman. It doesn't matter if she looks like Kim or not. Absolutely. And that's what I don't think he gets is that like he's sexualizing his kid and that's gross. Yeah, yeah, exact. That's exactly right. It's Mm -hmm. also like, why are you even, there were a couple things in there where I was like, why are you even talking about I hate those onesies that are like little onesies that say like, boys better watch out or like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, there was I don't know. There's gross, weird, sexy that are ones. Just like, I'm like, why I'm are you stunner, thinking about what they're like, going to do later in life? They're a baby. Uh, there was actually a really oh, good gross. episode of Blackish recently that was talking about um, their, the boy lost his virginity and the dad could tell because of the way the boy was, was walking. Oh. Um, and he was like, yeah, Junior lost his virginity. And like the mom was kind of like a little... Like, oh, my son. He's like, why, How are, you old's tri- the kid on the why show? are you tripping like this? He's like 16, 17. Okay. And then um, the mom drops the bomb. She's like, you know, Zoe, the older daughter, you know, like, you know, she lost her virginity like a couple of years yeah, ago. Like three years and ago. he like goes into the dark side, like a la get out. And like yeah. he can't handle that his daughter like is a sexual being. It sucks that traditionally. And it, it get into a really good discussion about the double standard. I've never seen that show. I, well, I know. I need it. to watch it too. Mm-hmm. I feel it's like that's like something I'll binge. It's annoying that men think that their dick's so important that it changes a woman's whole life and worth to like put one inside her. Like Ew, no one cares yeah. about your dick. <laughs> yeah, you know? no way. And that's what men need to realize. No one cares about your dick. If people realize that dick is low value and abundant, <laughs> which I learned from Twitter, which has changed my life. Like, Wait, why did you learn that from Twitter? Just because how many guys are low value this, and abundant? No, it's just like I've follow these cool chicks and like one this one right. girl, this one girl who I met on Twitter. She's from New Zealand. Um. I don't remember her name because I don't follow her anymore, but she kind of coined dick is abundant and low value. And yeah. you think about it and like no one works for dick. It comes falls in your lap. Like <laughs> everyone works for pussy. Right. Everyone. Even sure. today we were talking about how like wet pussy is the only currency men care about. And like okay. you should – and I was saying you should want to make a girl come because like girl come is – slippery like don't you want that who wants to fuck a dry pussy why aren't these men trying right. to invest in oh, their like boner the G- by putting in this effort sure dj Khaled is <laughs> i think he's lying all. first like, of all i think he i don't absolutely- i mean if you think about like 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 big pun yeah he says straight out the gate he doesn't eat pussy like yeah. in one of his songs and it's like well I'm not gonna fuck you then. That was especially the first he's, time. He's dead. My pussy but three also, times. Also his I mean, that's was 20 true. years ago. Yeah. yeah. But still, I mean, Little Wayne made rap and eating pussy popular. He's the one who really started talking about it in like a good way, and then it became more of a thing. And sexuality yeah. and hip hop's really opened up. Like Drake getting his butthole licked really changed yeah. the game. I think. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Dead. Like I think that like it really. But I opened think around up. that time. Analingus was having a sort of like but not for men more in the mainstream. It was for women. Men were doing it to women, so I yeah. don't think there was as much as like a men getting it done because like men think that if well, you yeah. stimulate their butt, they're gay. Yeah, and that's like no liking penis makes you gay. Yeah, <laughs> right. True life. Yeah, but, and I think maybe the broad city like, about getting pegging changed things so too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's toxic. But 
Yeah, I don't know where it was. Nothing you wore like brought this on. I'm really sorry no. that this happened to you, and I hope that you, you know, figure out ways to better navigate that. Hopefully, we gave you a couple of options. Also, maybe consider if you have an iPhone, sharing your location with some people you're close to, so that That's they can smart. keep an eye on you if you ever like. You're all young and in the city. Like, in there's no like. They have like, well, you can like share your pin with people. I think. Through unfortunately, iPhone. like living in New York, street harassment is just like an everyday thing. It's like, inevitable. I, I had the unfortunate like uh problem of like being a b cup when i was 11 oh no yeah. so like that it was I, oh god <laughs> it framed my point of view of men in a very negative way to like oh, a shit. point where i'm still like really i don't know wary yeah of yeah. course you should be i will say that until proven innocent with men i think i did have an experience like i was on canal street i guess maybe like this time last year and this guy, like, was just being, like, relentless. Like, he was, like, coming for me. And, like, his friend just walked up to him. He's like, hey, man, leave her alone. And, yeah. like, that was, like, his boy. They only like, respect other dudes. And I just was, like, but I still was, like, thank you for, like, checking him. Like, because, like, there was a really, I mean, I I would say I the majority of the time of my life, like, there was not a time where guys would check That's other guys. They'd just be, like, look and at this idiot. There's a tendency to be, like, not all men. But it's, like. There's also responsibility on other men to check dudes when they're being gross. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you might be the buzzkill in the room, but like you could be really saving a girl. And but I also think that, a lot of men yeah. don't think they're doing anything wrong because that's how they're raised. So totally. until somebody else points it out to them, they don't even they're not self-reflecting like, oh, I'm being an asshole on purpose. They totally. just think they really do think they're like making your day by like offering up their gross dick to you and there was like an added layer where i was like i feel like this is almost like a privilege i got because i'm clearly like an uptight white girl that's walking back to her hotel like after just getting her getting her hair done you know what i mean like i didn't i was like i hope that that would go across the board not not just because i like looked completely fucking disinterested was like I'm clearly like I was just more preppy. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah. feel like a lot of times when guys when you think about guy call out culture too, you think about like guys doing it to each other at like a small house party or something like that where a guy's being like a but like to think about a New York City street, a guy doing that was like a really kind of surprising thing to me. There was a few elements of it that I was like surprised by. Also, you might not get murdered. Tell him to fuck off. You're not interested if you feel I right. don't know. Like not every dude is trying to holler in a dangerous way they're just trying to shoot their shot so right. i will straight up tell people no i've gotten better at it i do read the room though like if i do feel threatened i'll throw out yeah. like another guy to like get them to back off but sometimes i'll just say no thanks i'm not interested well we were in vegas for actually for new year's eve i shocked myself like i literally did because i'm so like i just i'm such a pushover like i will entertain anything for way too long and in Vegas, like, like I take it on. Like, I, like, I love so telling quick. men no. No, I like I took on a it. new persona. And this guy like starts like saddle up to me at the poker table. And I literally turned to him and I just go, don't embarrass yourself. And he was like, oh, yes. and he like walked away. And I was like, Molly, I was like, where did that come from? I love that. But it was like, it felt so good. And also like after we walked away, I was like laughing because it was like, I can't believe you just did that slash got away with that because it's so not my personality. You can say in Vegas. That's you the could say, no, that's Vegas. the best part of it. It was like, Vegas. I was just like, fuck these people. Like I'm in a tuna can right now. Like this place, this whole town is trash. It's really gross. Vegas. New Year's? Well, I would never go on New Year's again. No. That was enough for me having them shut the street you know how down I like wound that. up at that I wound up in an apartment next to the Aria yeah. with a guy who collected breast or sold breast saw that later and I was and your phone wasn't working too no so and I was, I was whipping like, a knife around the room yeah. I had a taser at one point like I had it to was go home just- I tried to go 
back to my hotel out of the Cosmo myself. And then I had to come back and be like, Vince, I need you to direct me. I'm lost. Yeah. I, I don't want to get lost on New Year's. How did you, how did, did you go home the next morning? Um, what? Did you go home the next morning after Brittany? Oh, um, yes, I think we did. I think we left the afternoon. I stay, yeah. I was like, I always stayed till the. Well, it sucks traveling the day after New Year's. Everyone's hungover. It's, I always it sucks. See the, that was like a lesson I learned. I think when we went out to the Ace with Ed and I, I was like, I'm not leaving till the second. Like, I don't care. I'm going Who to says see her what? in New York this summer. You at Radio are. City. Yeah, me and my Twitter best friend, Liza. That's perfect. Shout out to Liza. Hi, We're going to go to Radio City and see her. And that's where she – Um, and so I, have a, I have a hookup at um Live Nation. And uh-huh. we got really good seats for like the cheap. That's amazing. And you know her security and stuff, right? Uh, I'm friends with one of her bodyguards. After I met him after he picked me to go on stage to dance with her and we've like kept in touch. I love that. Yeah, that was the best. Do you know like any like like I mean you can't get gossip? I don't. I mean you wouldn't anyway. You're like the OG Britney. Usually what I do is I text him and I'm like, Hey, are you working this tour? And then if he is, then I can be like, Maybe we can get a backstage tour and then sometimes I did that. Like on New Year's, um, a few of my friends got to go backstage and do a tour. Not a meet and greet, but like because what they do is they do a tour for like an hour first and then they do a meet and greet. So you just like leave out. With the meet and greet, don't you even like barely it's like Felicia gives the thing, right? Felicia gives the tour. Fee is so nice. I I I love her. She's so sweet. I love her. I was on Halloween, so everyone was like in costume and I was a skeleton that year uh, in like a sexy black milk like cat suit you looked costume. Great. Thank you. My body was good that year. Um, and then <laughs> uh, <laughs> it changes. Um, then you do the meet and greet. I went first because I'm totally always trying to go first in general. Any meet and greet I do, I want them to be fresh and like for me to go first, I don't have to wait in line and then like freak out and have anxiety about like, what am I going to say? Yeah. Um, because I, so I did a meet and greet on a Wednesday, but I had danced on stage with her the previous Saturday. So I got to thank her for picking me to go on stage, which was awesome. Love that. She told me my crawl was epic, which like <laughs> made my life. And then she like went like this and touched my necklace I was wearing and was like, this is cute. What Brady was it? Just touched my necklace. It was like from H&M. I don't know, a little bird. Just, I like, love some her. Just like some bullshit dainty thing. And I her know. manager, her longtime manager, Larry um, Rudolph, yeah. was also a skeleton. So he was like, oh, my God, you were the skeleton. I, I love like, that. Yes. I love that she's back with Larry, too. Me, too. And yeah. I follow his daughters on Instagram. I'm obsessed with them. Oh, I want to follow them, They're too. They're amazing. You have to hook me he up. He has a daughter and a son who, like, works it. I, think I had a friend who was dating him for a while. <laughs> and I was like, tell me everything. Well, actually, yeah, my friend was dating him for a while. And we got to uh, to go to the tour that dating Nicki Larry? Minaj yeah, amazing. That Nicki Minaj opened up for Ooh, the femme fatale and, tour. Yeah, and it was incredible. My my femme fatale mug broke, and it oh, was like no. a real day for me. It you was can hard. Find them on eBay, the pink one. You could probably find that. On yeah, eBay. there's so a lot g- of Britney stuff on eBay. Yeah, um, but uh, oh yeah, I got like Brit- I got the drive me crazy Britney doll for Troy. Uh, can't who- start collecting dolls. No, That's once where the I dolls the happen. No, I there's was, so like, many. I knew I'd be okay if I got one Britney doll for a gay man. And I'd be like, like, okay, this is pod. Troy? Oh, it's the best. He's really funny. Mm -hmm. Troy is like. I don't watch really reality TV that much to like listen to Emotionally Broken Psychos and relate as much because I don't do housewives or like anything like that. No, but it's all over the map. But the smush room I fuck with because celebrity couples are my shit and they're so random. I know. And Troy like. (laughs) He's so funny. He's the best. Troy mm-hmm. and I met over Snapchat. Mm. Yeah, that's how Troy and I met was just like he would snap me. I know. I love the internet too. It's the best. People are always like, who was I talking to recently? He was like, this is weird. Sorry. This is so weird. And I was like, literally, if this was weird, I would have no friends. Yeah. So like, just drop it. Don't worry about it. Like, like, I'm seeing the first person I've dated, not from the internet, that yeah. I met first in real life, probably since like 
I was 19. Really? Like, I've been internet dating since like Craigslist times. So were you, were you like Craigslist dating for, oh, yeah. for BFs back in the day? Fuck yeah, and friends. And I like, used to have a yeah. person that Craigslist was like- Craigslist used to be cool. Yeah, I had a friend that got so fucking mad at me when I said you should like find some guy on Craigslist like to fuck. And she was like literally- They went from like- You would think I would have said to her like, why don't you just go stick your thumb out like on Skater Row? Like she really <laughs> got so Well, now mad. there's so many options. So back then it was like- Right. There was- Craigslist was everything. Yeah, like, it you was. You could do anything. I love that. I used site, to buy man. weed off Craigslist in college. You can still buy weed off farm uh, garden, the garden section in Craigslist. You'll oh, find really? hella loud because I've been looking for plants and like there's <laughs> hella weed on there. Really? Yeah. Because I have so much space up here and you see plant life just goes Your crazy. Are flourishing. Yeah. So I, first of all, like no, no fucking wonder I have the worst allergies because I actually am no worried that I'm mommy. allergic to my, like my house. That sucks. But do you have an air filter? I have a um, I have an AC and I need to, to get cats. my my air filter changed. I was afraid I was allergic to wags. I had a good forty because when I was in Japan, I was fine. I'll send you um this air filter I have that's just like a plug in that's really good. It's like seventy bucks. Okay, cool. Yeah, I need something like that. Change my room. I just got this like humidifier from CVS that I've been using, and it gets so hot that mm. I was doing it this morning. You just breathe into it. Okay. But it gets so fucking hot. And mm. I was like, I think I'm burning my face a little bit. I couldn't tell. But I'm trying everything I can. I just have to go to an allergist and stop dicking around. I got to do the test. You know what? <laughs> Pop a Xanax, go to the allergist. Yeah. I just do have Xanax. Take a anti-anxiety pill. Just like not a lot. Just like a little two, two five and Also, I think the like- A little point two five and just Opportunity like, for a patron it, like is not as harsh. Like what are they going to- You can't- change what you're allergic to you know what i mean like right it's nothing you did to end up there or whatever when you can develop right. allergies it's not even stuff you're born with sometimes yeah. you can develop them yeah have you no, done the, like local that's what it thing? is well that's what it is is i developed them yeah. like i've never had them i never understood them like my whole life like whenever someone would have like a sinus infection at school i'd be like ew you're gross like why are you like what happened now that I've been through it, like it's the most painful thing, but CBD has been so fucking helpful. Really? It's like levels everything. Eating it? Yeah. Interesting. Or just like drinking it. Like I have a, I haven't, smoking it doesn't really do anything for me. I have like I was CBD thinking like topical. Pen. Have you ever used the topical CBD stuff on That muscles? doesn't like really. like put it here and it would like help your sinuses. That, no, that's smart. It hasn't, I like I have, I tried to put it on my back a bunch because I have really bad knots and stuff and that hasn't really helped. But really? taking oh, a, the it. gummies has been great. And then also hmm. this thing called uh, the Daily Hit, which is like an oil. And it's kind of expensive, Daily but. Eat. You smoke it. What do you do with it? You, uh, it's like an oil. You eat it. <laughs> you eat it. Okay. Well, you could dab oil. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, you could dab it. But no, I don't. I, I, I don't Dabbing know. CBD sounds kind of stupid, though. Like, All why right? would you do that? <laughs> like, I have a CBD vape pen, and, sure. I, and I'm like, I don't know what this does. Like, I'm not sure that this does anything. I bet it does. Yeah. It's a placebo, but I think it works. Um, Off topic, but on topic, uh, because everything is on this show. Um, tonight I have to watch and do all the notes for um, Megan and Harry, the Lifetime I movie. watched it on Saturday. Is it good? I believe in love again, and now I care about the royals. <laughs> really? I literally could give a shit about the royals. Mm, she's older than him. Yeah. She's from California. Divorced. She said she's stoked to be a duchess, which is amazing. <laughs> that's like ama- that's so California. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that he – I've always liked Harry the best. Yeah. He's always been like the I watched kid. the wedding. Like, I didn't. So now I want to watch up. the wedding. I'm trying to watch the highlights. I heard the ceremony is good. Like yeah, just watch the ceremony. It's just the way that I didn't he love her dress. Her. Loved her. I he loves her. It. It's so cute, and he stands up the for thing, her. And people and bring like, up this thing about the dress, but like she could not 
there was a lot of restrictions and she couldn't showcase it was up. conservative but no no i think that she lost a lot of weight the week of the wedding and that it just needed to have fit better yeah like i really think that it, it seemed like it just seemed like that you know and every bride like the weight just falls off you the week of your wedding because you Here's you were surprised stuff. it wasn't lace, lace yeah. well kate did that so i yeah. everyone was saying like that's the She's coming out of the different. Great. The ceremony was really beautiful. Her mom looked great. Um, I love that there was like a choir there and a preacher. I know. Like that was really great. I was not expecting that. Um, and like the way that he looked at her was just like so cute. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of a. Why weren't there memes weddings. about that? There's memes all about her looking at him, all like googly eyed, and there's oh, yeah. none of like. Oh, it's I the lip bite. Yeah, the lip, lip bite, bite is like the big meme with him. Oh, it's because yeah. like okay. he like bit his lip. He's like, you look amazing. Like. And yeah. yeah. Ew. Like, like I don't sex need to sounds know about amazing. That. Yeah. I. I mean, I always wonder. It either is or it isn't. So no, so like couples just like pass oh, out. No. Or like they drunk fuck and they like, just pass out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be dress. tired either. I'd be in like, your this wedding is dress. The whole point. You fucked in your wedding dress. Sure. You just spend a lot of money the, on it. Just do a quickie after the ceremony in between the reception and the. I think a lot of more people do that than something. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I would do. That's what the Duggars like, did, right? After after the after the photos before the reception line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just get a quick fuck in and then like you guys you're glowing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Totally. You're totally. wearing something. Oh, that goes back to fuck first before you're full on alcohol and, and food. Oh, Dan Savage's yeah. fuck first rule. Yeah, before you're full of alcohol and food and like exhausted from dancing, just fuck before the reception. I yeah. think that's great advice. I, I agree. I, why are you I co-sign to the end on of that? The night? Yeah. So all you brides out there, I you mean, heard the us. Bride generally does have like a pretty sick little bridal suite wherever the ceremony is. Where Absolutely, they get ready and stuff. it is like kind of the setting. And I know, I'm a maid of honor now. I'm with like, a shade, I'm gonna have to like make moves so that they can get that. Are done. you gonna holler <laughs> at the rest of the wedding party, Christina? Are you trying to fuck like a bridesmaid? Brides make sure they what do you call have it, quality groomsmen? time and nobody bothers them. I don't know. I don't know if that's part of my duties. At the wedding I just went to, the opposite <laughs> bridal party went at it and had sex one night. I've never been there when like a groomsman and a bridesmaid like hook up. It's so 80s. It was cute. Yeah. It is so 80s <laughs> to like go fuck another oh, person. In I loved it. Both it was of hilarious. the groomsmen at this wedding are both married and I'm not interested in either of them. I would actually no. probably go for one of the other bridesmaids. Yeah, I'm saying one of the girls. I was definitely trying to fuck a bridesmaid. I was trying to take her home with me and my boyfriend, but it didn't happen. <laughs> she was really hot. Um. But yeah, I'm excited to do. It. I'm doing it with Blair because I saw Blair was like she's funny. Yeah, she's the best. You know Blair. I love mm-hmm. her. You know Blair. Um, she, I've been listening to this show since it started. It's, I know. I'm like very I know. Involved I know. I love Please you. You're like nation. the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Blair like um, was like bawling on her Instagram about it. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you crying at this? Like, because I mean, I get it. About I the cry royal too. Wedding. But with her, she's also like she's a black girl from LA, and I was like, you're right. Like, it's amazing. It's and also, I didn't watch it. I don't know why I'm a hater. Like, I'm like, why are you the crying? The movie was good. It was better than Will and Kate. Kate yeah. and Will, they're very unrelatable. And this was like a very relatable couple. They're a real couple. They had like yeah. showed they have issues. They talk about like race and like feminism. Really? Like, yeah. Like, oh, I'm excited to like, dig in tonight. It was really interesting. Well, I'm spending all tonight and tomorrow with uh, oh, with uh, I'm looking forward to it. Megan and Harry. We have to so. figure out what our movie is going to be. I, I want to come on to the Lifetime Pod and do the Blue Eyed Butcher. I sent you a. I haven't even heard of that oh one. Oh my God, it's a true story about a Texas girl who stabs her husband like 250 times with I love two different that. knives while he's like tied to the bed because he was abusing her. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's like, I used to watch all my children. Um, and, uh, 
the nicest guy on that show plays this piece of shit in this movie. I and love I that. Such a great juxtaposition. He was also in a Britney video. Oh, I love so, that. Yeah. yeah, no, the last Texas murderer wife we did, she just got out of jail. Really? Oh. Yeah, and Good she should her. have never been put in jail in the first place. The suburban madness chick. <laughs> oh, she, I read, I, I've watched so many times. <laughs> yeah, and like that that movie was crazy. Like this guy was like cheating on her, making her insane, and she like is that the one who ran him over in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that woman who plays her is so great. She's in so many. She great was great. Movies. I can't remember her name. She was great. Latina girl. Yeah, she's amazing. She reminded me of like the weight of an actor that like would have been in Selena. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I almost feel like she what had that real movie? like Texas suburban, uh, madness? suburban madness, and it was about a woman. I think. I am hesitant to say where she was from, but I mean, she was like a famous, beauty though. queen wherever she was from. She's from Colombia. Colombia. Oh, I know this. Clara actress. something, and then what was what's the actress's, yeah, what's the actress's name? name? The, the the who played Claire, the mom? Oh, let me see. Clara. Oh, uh, Elizabeth Pena. She died fairly recently. Oh no, but she was a really oh. great Latina. She's a really good she actress. She was great. She's been in a lot of great things, and in, like it, this is a shame to me that she wasn't in more things. But it's just like being a Latina at her age. It was hard to like. That's yeah, why I'm like phenomenal. the only reference that I can be is movie. like she would have been amazing in Selena. Why wasn't she <laughs> in Selena? <laughs> Some of these lifetime movies are lifetimey as fuck. Or like that's like a real. That's like a good movie. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It all it has this weird device to it where like they're kind of like telling who do they tell the story through? It's like it's literally like Alice and Janney, but not Alice and Janney. Oh no, it's uh Sybil. Uh no, come on, what's her name? I don't know. I can't remember her name, but she's uh she was on the show Sisters, I think. If I'm, if I'm right. Oh 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 um. We're talking about uh, Celia Ward. Celia Ward. Yeah. And she narrated, like, she played, like, a private detective who was, it was great. It was really, really good. Yeah. Anyway, great movie. I'm doing Megan and Harry today. Let's take another call and then wrap this up shortly. Great letter. Okay. Do you, okay. Want, do you want to read the letter? Sure. I Love hate to read reading out loud. loud. I hate it. Being a nanny for so long, I get real good at it. Okay. We have a letter and Jetta's going to read it. Hi, ladies and Mr. Wags. I'm 32 and have zero intention to have kids. Just never been interested. I went through a wave in my mid-20s of some friends having babies, but it really but it wasn't really a big deal because I had enough each endless childless friends around me to still keep my busy social life. Well, now most of my friends are 31 to 36 years old, and I am not exaggerating when I say of my closest 10 friends, four have babies, two are pregnant, and the other four are trying to be. We have the same reaction. (laughs) I'm stressing about the impending demise of my friend group. I'm not sure if you guys are going through the same thing, but I'd love your insight on dealing with this part of adulthood that I'm entering. I already spent a decent amount of time alone because I'm single, so the thought of having even more time without my friends is daunting and a little scary. Anyway, I love would love to hear your takes on this. Love you guys, Megan. Well, one like make new friends. That's what's gonna be my thing. Is like you need new friends, girl. But two, I would say like almost in LA, it's like the opposite problem. Like my friends who have kids are like almost self conscious about it. Like they're like, yeah, I have a kid, but like don't worry about that. Like we can still like it's all still the same. And like I think that because of that, people are more. I don't know where did she say she lives. Uh, she didn't. Should I reread that? Was that good? No, it was great. Okay, I don't know. It's fine. You did great. You're doing great this whole episode. Sometimes they're not written. You know, I'm so used to reading on a phone. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so no, you did did great. You did great. If anything, I sometimes space out for brief periods of time and the wags was looking at my hand. But, um, you know, like you need to find new friends that have similar interests because like there's plenty of people out there in your exact position. It's also important. I've 
The reason I've not been close with some of my friends who've had kids, because a lot of, it's interesting, because like my sister's friends all got pregnant really young too, like 18 to 21, and they all had abortions and like live their lives. And then my <laughs> friends all got pregnant from like 19 to 22 and all had babies. I have so many friends with kids now who are like 12. Yeah, it's so that's weird. a lot. So, but some of those friendships really stayed old. on, and so, it's crazy. And so, and I'm 33, and I don't want kids, but maybe I'll have one if I can sure. stay home for like five years. It sounds like a good I'd payoff. Same way. To be I would honest. only do it so, if I could I stay know. home. Yeah, yeah. But um, go back and forth on it. One good thing that you can try to do, and people might resist you. Like my best friend from middle school, and I never hang out because whenever I try to hang out with her, she either a wants to hang out at her house with her kids, which I'm not that interested in, and won't leave the house. Two, if we do leave the house, she wants to get fucked up because she's like not right. at home. And so like yeah. it's hard to have a balance with her and like go to a movie or like whatever because she has these two kids. And so if you can make an effort to like half the time spend with her kids and then try to get her out of her, you know, normalcy – that's my suggestion. But also a group of 10 people is a lot. Like make some individual friends. Yeah. Focus on like one person and like make some individual friends because the group dynamic, it's going to just be a big play date. Yeah. I haven't rested on like a group of friends. It's like my 20s where it'd yeah, be like I don't same, even have like... 10 friends that know each other. <laughs> no, honestly. Like my friends don't intermingle, but that's no. my own. If I have a party, <laughs> it's always different. random because all my friends come together and then it's like, oh, you're this person. And it's like, it's always weird. Yeah. I don't know. I mean – Honestly, I would say like the internet is like the main tie most of my groups of friends have is like we all know each other from online. I mean, honestly, you just got to – yeah, it's time to find some new friends. Where you do that, that's the bigger question. I don't know where people necessarily find new friends besides like online. Sometimes I'll like – yeah, like online I'll like tag things like Child Free Island. Like I'm so (laughs) glad I don't have kids because I live on Child Free Island and like – I don't know. Maybe try to like find some other like-minded people or like make friends with some gay guys. Yeah. To be honest. It yeah, always helps. And the most it always of them, helps. Well, I can't see most of them, but like a lot of them don't want kids and they just want to like live their life and spend the money they make and be single and like have a good time. Yeah. And through that, you meet other people as well. I mean, that's... Yeah, you meet their girlfriends that too, that like maybe don't want kids and then like... Yeah. And, and like, you know, it doesn't have to be all one thing or the other. Like there's going to be a point where your kids' friends aren't babies anymore and they're going to be around to hang out more. I mean, this is like... I don't know. Do you not like kids also? Because like that's a thing. Like I don't mind being around kids, but I don't want to be around them all the time. And I want to be around people who don't, once they have kids, just decide I'm a mom and that's it. Because some people do. If if your friends are willing to maintain their personalities and their independence from their family, then it shouldn't be as big of an issue. But if they're totally like decided that like my kids are everything and I can't do anything without them – Maybe they're not for you. Like I was kind of saying, exactly. Like like a lot of my friends who have kids are like kind of like they're not like they're just like don't worry, nothing's changed. That's and great. like that's I think your kids should be a part of your life and not like everyone you, else's yeah, life. That, yeah, because that but puts them in the driver's seat. It gives them a sense of entitlement. It puts them in charge. Yeah, and your kids shouldn't be in charge. No, ever. And, and like, but. You know, Ever. I do have to say my mom had me super young and like I grew up around adults. So like that was a really good thing for me. So to, like all the parents out there are kind of like, you know, keeping your kids at home. Like it was I have a better I had a better vocabulary as a kid. I was just better at like describing things and knowing things and going places. And I grew up going to like 
I mean, I saw Paul Simon the other night. The first time I saw him awesome. when I was like two years old. Like I, when I was, by the time I was three, I'd seen like The Dead, Bob Dylan, Eric Same. Clapton, and like it was great. It was like a concert you, baby too. Yeah, I just had a mom My that like brought me into places, and like it was a great experience for me. So like I know this doesn't necessarily answer your question, caller, but to like anyone out there who's a parent who's like. You know, I'm missing out on my friends because I'm a parent now. Just bring your kid. Like, you know, maybe don't bring your kid to yeah. the bar, but like, maybe bring my, your my kid mom to the took bar. me to dead shows to when I was three, and then what? like, I please don't bring. Your I don't kids like to kids the bar. at the bar, and as a bartender, I didn't like that either. To be honest, I don't want to have to salt. Like, I'm there to cut loose. I'm but bring like, him to a party, be, like, like to a concert. Yeah, parties is fine. Concerts, I guess, are okay. What's but. weird now is that I've I'm like big and. Well, I'm not anymore, but I was big in the rave scene in San Francisco and I work, I was a door girl for like 15 years. And so since I was like 17 and now those ravers who were in their late twenties, early thirties or whatever, or even younger, all have kids. So yeah. we still have these like parties that I work where they'll like bring their kids to the picnic and it be, and there's like a bouncy house, but like everyone's on acid and like, it's so fucking weird. How do you get big on the rave scene? My sister was a raver in the nineties. Okay. She was, I don't know. She was, my sister was dope. She was Tell like, me more. I mean, she was born like 79, 80. So like she was like 15, 16, like going from Marin, where we're from, over the bridge to San Francisco and like and Oakland and like Richmond and just like partying in these warehouses and like meeting all these people. And like, okay, for example, yeah, through the rave scene, my sister was fucked up on something at the Hate Street Festival that they have. Right. She was like going to fall off a roof or something. And then this beautiful guy saved her. And now that guy is literally Gwyneth Paltrow shaman. I was just going like to say, friends. and that guy was Luke Perry. No, that, oh, oh my God. If Dylan saved her, I would die. Could you imagine? That's my fantasy. We're obsessed with 90210. We had a 90210 party. You in did. Were you Kelly? On September 2nd. It was uh-huh. like 90210 date. That's perfect. Um, thank you. It was the best. No, I was Donna. Okay. Um, we didn't have a Kelly. My sister was Valerie, of course. Uh, and then my brother-in-law was Jamie Walters. What's his name? He pushes Donna down the stairs. Oh, the um, hot boyfriend. Ray yeah, Pruitt. Ray Pruitt. Yeah. Thank you. Um, God, that's so it was dark. Great. I just we had my friend Sarah. Rest in peace. We love I her. No she was idea. Vanessa Marcel. Uh, Gina. And then, um, yeah, it was great. I love Nino. Uh, forever. I am not a Brenda fan. I'm Why Kelly not? over Brenda because I think I think Brenda and Brandon are duds. Like sure. when I rewatched as an adult, I'm like Brenda's really bitchy and Brandon's like a try hard troll. Like but he's also a cheater and he's like the nice guy on the show, but he yeah. also cheats on Kelly twice. Yeah, and his other bitch twice. And really, the best part of the best guy on that show is Steve. Yeah, but Steve's a beta and he's lame, but he's yeah. the most loyal. Steve is lame. All the men are on that show are assholes. They were. I was listening to a podcast the other day. They were calling Ayn Rand Ayn Rand, and I was like, "Did you just like mash that up with Ayn Zeering? Like, what's going on?" It was so weird. <laughs> like, it was the most distracting thing, and I wanted to be like, "Guys, like, how could you?" I think it was in an audio book actually. So I was like, "There's no way they can fix this," uh, but I would want to re-record if that was me. Do we have any more calls we should take? Let's take one more. Yeah, because we have Holler at me here. Hey, Malls and Christina and guests there at Please Advise. It's me, Tina the Diva, just calling to give you a little update. I'm here in Austin, Texas. Today, actually right now on June 2nd, marks my two-month um, anniversary of living here. Um, I've already gotten... Uh, job. I work at Lane Bryant, the plus size store, which could you imagine me, plus size diva, selling clothes to plus size ladies of Texas. It's, uh, 
pretty interesting. Everything's bigger in Texas, as you've heard, and it's true. There's plenty of that happening here. Um, yeah, I am enjoying it. The weather is a lot to get used to because it's different from Seattle. So I'm like constantly sweating and always sunburnt. But I'm putting on my lotion and I hope strongly Molly is urging everybody with the SPF when I do it. Yes. Um, yeah. So just thought I'd update you guys and all that fun. I hope you guys are doing great. And yeah. <laughs> Bye. Okay, so back up a little bit for anyone who doesn't know about not in a Lane Bryant way. No, I wouldn't mean it like that. I just meant in general, like, I know. Damn, Molly. No, I, as a she put woman, that on you. I know, I know. Um, Technically plus size. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, so people who don't know Tina the Diva out there, she is one of our oldest and earliest supporters. She's OG. Yeah, she's OG. Like holler at me. I, she's actually like our second like fan to guest, although I've known you way before we started. Please advise. But she, um, she well, lived in. Si- she's like fourth. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. I'll oh, take it. oh yeah. Yeah, sorry. Oh, we That's had fine. two. Who were those two people that we had on? Gilbert. Oh, Gilbert, right. And then the other, uh, there was another guy that came for our hundredth. Right, I forgot about oh, yeah. him. I loved him. Yeah, he was great. He was really fun. He had the um. Stalker from oh. like it wasn't Airbnb, it was like something else. Okay. Right, anyway, right, right. Sorry. Okay. My bad. Anyway, so Tina, um, Tina lived in uh Seattle. She's had a wild life. Go back and listen to her episode if you want like more tea on that. But basically, like she's one of the most responsible adults resilient. we know. Resilient, like adults she's we know. Funny. Yeah, she's super funny. And she's like also like the most high spirited person. Like she's so positive and so high spirited. And like to find out that she's been homeless at times in her life and stuff like that is really just like a wild thing because you're like, I'm beat down and I live in Glendale. So Tina uh moved from Seattle to Austin, which you were just saying, which is the truth. It's like that is an intense move. Like it could yeah. be more of like a weather. Weather's totally different. The people are totally different. The totally. like, style's different economically Food, everything else and traffic, so all of it i have to say like this is a really positive update because i would like tina could sell me anything like she really could she could sell me anything and i can only imagine that you're like the perfect person as like a salesperson at lane bryant honestly i feel like i wouldn't move up. buy plus size clothes from a size four no no no, like, no they don't know what they're talking about with shapes and like cuts and colors and like plus tina's so like just like a good supportive person. Like I feel like she'd move up within the company really quickly. Just because like she probably will do record sales. I'd be I'd be surprised if she didn't. What do you think, Christina? Would you buy something from Tina the Diva? Yes. You would. I feel like she having met her, uh, she's really warm and like yeah. peppy and she also like, wouldn't lie to you. No, she wouldn't. And yeah. she'd be like, girl, that looks really good. I she'd be honest. appreciate that in a salesperson. I think I'd be or she'd be like, like maybe this that's one not, not so for much, you, but this but... one would be good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would I would buy something from from Tina the Diva. Yeah. I like her sense of humor about it too. I mean, everything's bigger in Texas. I love that she is, has that attitude about it. You know, that's a great sales opportunity for yes. you. Yeah. Excellent. I think that's great. Is I'm that- really happy to hear that she's doing. She's adjusting. She's sticking it out. 
She's, uh, I was happy to hear that she was moving somewhere else because I think she needed it. I think everyone should like live somewhere else for a little bit. That's She's not stuck their in a I did it for, for six a while. months if they, and then I came home. If you can afford yeah. to do it and you can afford to be away from your family, I know that a lot of people have responsibilities to their family members, but if you can, I think you should definitely challenge yourself and live somewhere else for a little bit. I'd like to do that. It is you fun to see who you are. What do you mean? What I went to Austin five years ago? No, I mean like you, you live lived in LA here now. Oh yeah, yeah I live yeah. here. Yeah, I've been doing this for twelve years, so I'm tired of it. I want to move to Japan. <laughs> I moved to Aspen for six months when I was twenty. Really? It's, it's expensive there. It was expensive there. I went to be a nanny, and I worked okay. for a really rich family, nice. and I lived in this like dope, like tricked out basement. Okay. But I was twenty, and I like didn't know what professionalism was like at all, and I would just like fuck off and like go to concerts and like whatever and so then they fired me and so then I worked for the X Games for three days as like a security guard which was really surreal and yeah to, like, you're like a tiny girl pipe and like be like hey don't fuck up yeah and uh, <laughs> it was cool and then I worked at a coffee shop and then I was because I, I moved there to get my residency so I could go to um, Boulder because I, oh, okay. I went to Colorado to visit a friend who went to Boulder and I was like wow I want to go to school here this is dope because I was why that's, junior college like why them uh, it's beautiful. I love Colorado. It's my third favorite state after California and Hawaii. Okay. I just like, love it. The weather's awesome. Colorado gets 300 days of sun a year, even in the snow. There's super cheap um, flights all the time to Denver. Frontier and Southwest. Yeah. Kill it to Denver. Um, Get like Denver's great. Boulder's only 20 here. minutes out of Denver. You can see the mountains. And then the mountains are only three hours away, if that. So I don't know. Colorado's great. The only thing it's missing is the ocean. I used to go with this really hot guy named Greg Chillin. In yeah, college, I, I mean, that's what I called him, Greg Chillin, and he uh, lived in Colorado, and he's really great. Colorado people are the most aligned to Californians, I think, as yeah. far as, like, a sister state. Yeah. I just love it there. It's yeah, beautiful. He was very, like, he was very, like, wavy. Like, Greg was a totally. wavy dude, like, which was wild for Boston College. It's like great. That kid got did not give a fuck about getting caught smoking weed in the dorms. Like, sure. he was relocated off campus within, like, a semester. Um, I did yeah. move, though. My boyfriend at the time. So I ended up, like, living. I got kicked out of the house I was nannying at, and I had, like, three days to leave. So then I ended up. I'd gone on two dates. I used, what was, like, I used to use MySpace for dating. Like, what was the they found a little weed in the car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was not very good at my job to be honest I was 20 and I was like fuck it yeah yeah but also you didn't drug test me and uh it's right. Aspen I could be doing coke yeah like, there's what? that I'm literally smoking a little <laughs> weed like what and, like you know how hard it was to get weed and I could get coke in two seconds which, totally like, I'm not a cokehead so it's not for me but like whatever it's not my journey I would have think that you could get cocaine <laughs> at Aspen dude Aspen is the Hollywood of Colorado Really? Paris, everyone goes there for Christmas. Christmas is popping in Aspen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrities. No, my mom said she Rise wanted to go to Aspen for Christmas. I was like, okay, Kathy Hilton. Like, yes. who the fuck is paying for they Aspen at Christmas? at the St. Regis. No, it's nice. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really But I was I like, we can't. I was it's like, shishi. Where? I was like, where do you think we're like. But like, the locals aren't shishi. I, so I met this guy from MySpace because yeah. he used to be able to type in a zip code on MySpace and then meet people from there. Yeah. Literally how my sister met her husband. No way. I swear to God. Love that. She was browsing dudes, and there he was. Picked him out of the internet. Uh, so I met this local, started dating him, lived in his ba- – he lived in, like, his parents' garage, but, like, I was going to be homeless. So I was like, okay, I'll, like, live in your garage with you. And then I ended up moving in with his brother who had these two little girls who were, like, half half black, half Australian. And, like, Australians are kind of wild. So, like, these yeah. little girls were, like, really wild. And I lived – and then my boyfriend moved in with us. So there were five of us living in a two-bedroom yeah. on, like, employee housing. 
And I had to look, and I was working at a coffee shop, and I looked around and I was like, well, I gotta go home. Yeah. I gotta go finish school. That's a lot. Go to California. I'm not gonna go to college here. That is like a I huge, moved home. that sounds like a series of emotional burdens. It was really good for me. I learned about, it was my first roommate experience. I'd never moved out before because I went to junior college and lived with my mom till I was 20. Okay. So I never like had lived with anyone. I learned about like dishes contention and uh, not parenting other people's kids because they don't appreciate it even though you want to say something so bad because you've been I, that would be so hard it would be so hard Ooh, watching Jurassic Park at 11 at night eating candy when you're five no no that's a big no it was hard yeah it I was would... a good lesson for me and I was happy to come home and then I moved to San Francisco and transferred and I was in New York recently and like I, w- I went for a walk at 10 30 because I was still on west coast time and I needed to like wind down yeah. and they were all these kids with these like with their parents out walking around and I was, I was just wondering to myself and they were like it definitely cultural like under too. eight it's yeah like- and sometimes there's like a special treat night where you're out till like midnight or one <laughs> because like it's you know we went to Disney on ice and then your family went and got drinks and then you're in this you know whatever My but like Latina and she swears it's just white people that put their kids to bed like she was like, no, it's like normal to like have your kid out with you because you're not gonna pay for a babysitter and you want to go out. So you just, I mean, like, bring as your kids a Latino you, person, I don't like, know. Though. I don't know if that's consistent with like I not? was always. I don't in know. Bed. I was like, really because I would like. But you're a nerd. <laughs> no, I mean my parents. Like, I was the same way. I was the same way. I was a bed every And the night. kids that I was seeing out were not. all She's telling Latino. me in Spain when she lives in Spain, she's a flamenco dancer. Spain is oh, they, like, yeah, Europe, that's a completely they don't. different. That's like, that's where she's coming from. Yeah. She's lived all over. She lived in Colombia. She's saying like not in America, people don't put their kids. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. When I lived in Italy, I was like I was like seven. You lived, I lived in Italy for like six months, but oh I was like God. seven, and uh, it was dark. I my mom's friend actually tried to kidnap me. It's a story for another time. I know it's a whole story. I'll tell you another time. But my mom's friend and I, my mom's friend had the same last. Cute. My mom's friend had the same <laughs> last name as me, and uh-huh. like sh- I, but like whatever. Anyway, damn. So it it's was a dark summer. Doors moment. <laughs> I know it was a sliding doors moment. Like she literally tried to make me like hate my mom, so I would stay there. Oh God, um, I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. I like actually didn't realize till I was That's older. Like fucking how, book. Right I know there. it is. It's Lord. fucked up. Um, but Lifetime movie. It really, it really is. But um. No, we used to like. I remember like dinner would come out at like ten p.m. Yeah, and like also like we would drink wine with dinner. Like they would be like, here's like you know, here's a quarter of an inch of wine for the kids, and you put water in it because yeah. it's cheaper than juice. And then dinner would come out at ten p.m. and like you'd literally go to bed at like midnight, wake up at six a.m. to like feed the chickens. It was like a totally different way of life. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is like fine, but I do. It's I not totally for me, but- no. And I also totally relate to, like, the thing of, like, you know, sometimes you're around people's kids and you want to be like, hey, like, don't do that or don't talk that way. And, like, you don't know that, like. Same way that men only listen to other men, parents only listen to other parents. So if you true. don't have kids, even if you're a literal professional expert like I am who's been right. a nanny, a camp counselor, an au pair, a fucking mother's helper, a teacher, like, I yeah. know kids. And, like, I've taken ECE units. I like could get my AA probably in like early childhood education, and like they still don't listen to you. What? Because you don't have kids and you don't know. What was being an au pair for you? Um. Well, I was an au pair in Colorado when I was there. Um. And I lived in their house. And what's that versus so an au pair versus a nanny? You live in the uh, house. Well, I lived in. Yeah. Okay. And I lived in. And and for me, I didn't. I would never do that again. It was good. I like to push my limits so that I know what they are. I'm just that type of person. And living with someone that you work for especially kids that are helpless and babies and you love them. Yeah. And they ask you to do something on your day off or your hour off or your break or whatever. You're not going to say, no, I'm not going to 
wipe your ass or like make a grilled cheese. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that varies family to family. And you're I'm always sure. on. And I can't be an on-call work person. Right. I'm just not an on-call person. So right. like I need to know specific hours and parameters or I can't. Right. And like, I'm sure there's people that abuse that right of having someone sure. live in versus people that are like, and I you think know. that's partly why I like needed to get out of that house and go party so much, which they didn't like because I was like, oh, I'm trapped in here. I live here and I work here. And it was plush. Like, it was nice. But yeah. like, it was like one of those like poor little rich girl, like, I live in this nice ass house, but I'm miserable moments. That yeah. I've never you were had lucky. Because I'm not a poor little rich girl. Right. It was interesting to see the other side of it. Yeah. Well, I think that's fascinating. Christina, what are you doing on your phone over there? Are you playing like Candy Crush? Yeah, it's reading Twitter. What's going on on Twitter? Uh, no, a whole lot. I Twitter. think people I are still talking you. about the Kanye album. Yeah, Kanye is pretty big right now. Maybe I mean, private I- on Twitter has changed my life. Can I just say, I've never felt safer on the internet. I had some weird guy. That I, I love that you're private on Twitter. It's so great. Well, I didn't used to be. And that's why you think I know everyone is because I was like kind of popular. You and, know like, everyone. I talked to everybody. But then this creep I dated. Uh, yeah, I've been on Twitter since 2009. So then I – and I made it private in like 2014. So it was a long time being public. And then this guy I dated for like two months and then broke up with because he was really weird. Um, made a copycat Twitter of mine. That instead of saying holler at me with L's, used capital I's. Yeah. That, like, you couldn't tell. And so I was just like, what the fuck? How is this happening? Is this a glitch? Like, and then I found out that it was a copycat and I was like, whoa, I need to shut this the shit The first down. time that were, happened like, taking to me, my I like, freaked and then, out. like copycatting them and like, yeah. It was so weird. I had someone do so that weird. under at Molly McAleer. That's fucking weird. And it was really weird. And that's why I like started to fight to get verified because it would be oh, that's like good. taking my dog for a walk in K-Town. And I was like, first of all, like, I don't live in K-Town no, anymore, but like anymore. you're li- you're listing my dog. Like, you know, where like this is so unintentional. This isn't mm-hmm. a bot. This is no, so trying to like really threatening and it was creepy. Um, yeah, it's scary. So and then I'm private and now and then I blocked everyone. I like had probably 5,000 followers and then I like like got rid of everyone. And now I have like 250 and it's I've never been happier because they're all my friends. Bless. Yeah. And they're my real friends. Like I make friends on the Internet. So it's like and so only a handful of my real friends in real life that I've known like since I was a kid are on my Twitter. Because yeah. I say whatever. But like it's it's nice. Well, I on your Twitter and I it's know. a pleasure. Some of my friends in real life read it and just never comment on it. And that's what I want. Don't Do you want please advise Nation to follow you? <laughs> Not on my Twitter, but you can follow my Instagram at holler at neon, like H-O-L-L-E-R at A-T-N-E-O-N. Yes. That's my neon page. If you're cool and I like your Instagram, you could follow my Instagram, my regular holler at me, M-E. Um, I'll check yours out and judge you accordingly. I love that you got that name. Thank you. Uh, when I my sister told me about Twitter, she's always like, "Hey, there's a new thing. Sign up for it." Yeah, and um, I was like, "So what's Twitter about?" So you just like holler at each other. All right, and I was like, "Holler at me," and she was like, "That's okay, exactly cool. who you." I mean, are. my sister's name is Sprinkle Me on the internet. And really? Because like, yeah, because she loves E40, and that's like, <laughs> yeah, that's we love so our funny. Twitter names. It's fun. Yeah, no, I love you. You are holler at me to me. You you embrace Thanks. and are the essence of holler. At I have me. a holler tattoo. And I a Britney tattoo. So I want to see your Britney tattoo. What is it? Got her signature. No. Yeah, in Vegas at four in the morning at the Riviera. Oh. It's oh. Bad. It's really and bad, but I. That's me. when you get it done. Three of my best friends, including my sister, got matching tattoos the first time we went to Vegas for Britney. At four in the morning. What did she got? Um, me and my friend Johnny got literal matching tattoos that he drew, uh-huh. and then. Um, 
my sister and my good friend Tilly, who we're going to do a Britney pod together, she just got the heart. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, I'm obsessed. My friend Logan and I have matching lemons. I love that. For Beyonce. Um, well, Christina, I love you. I love you too, much. Jenna, thank you so much for coming on. You're the best. I appreciate you. Oh, my God. Hard diss. Hard diss. By the way, I hear appreciate you everywhere I go now. I I say it to people in work emails. And now that I'm interviewing, I'm always like, I appreciate this. Oh, yeah. It makes me think about you guys. It's such a cold diss to me, but I realize that, like, it's actually very, it's like an appropriate thing. People do appreciate things. No, it's an appropriate thing to say. But I just am always like, it's showing gratitude, but it's not like love. It's not like, I love you. It's not like fake. Or inappropriate. So yeah, I appreciate. I actually use that a lot before we had this little. No, I know. Back. I just was like that was like for some reason it just like hit so me funny. so hard. I was like, what the fuck? Well, because you love me. Love you, Christina Balls. I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? Um, you guys, thank you so much for listening to Please Advise Episode One Sixty Seven. Uh, Jenna, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Wags, do you have anything to say? <sighs> Okay, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.